Welcome in, folks. This is Cockhouse Sports with your host, Nick the Arakaki and Aiden Hauser. Well, thank you for joining in. Uh, this is episode eight now. Man, halfway through the fantasy football season, it's been a wild ride. Wouldn't you say? I think, it has, I think it has been a wild ride indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, a ride that I'm ready to get off. Yeah. No, I'm kidding, but um, it's been How rough. are you doing across all leagues? Not great. I'm three and four and two of them. I'm only doing three leagues. Three and four and two of them, and then five and two in that joke one we're doing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Some pretty... Here. Yeah, in one of my, my leagues I have, so I have Swift, who's hurt all the time. And I have Taylor, and I have Mike Williams, and then Drake London's putting up duds, and mm. Brandon Cook sucks this year. It's just a big mess. Do you even try to trade in those leagues? No. I tried for ETN last oh, week, yeah. and it got yeah. declined. Mm. Bummer. Man. Yeah, ETN's a little hard to get, but, I mean, if your name's Reed and you have ETN, just get take him. a look at offers, you know? Take a think. <laughs> take a good think. Well, let's get into some of these past games this past week uh some of the juicy ones high scoring affairs that were really good for fantasy football <clears throat> first we have the Bengals versus the falcons Bengals 35 falcons 17 and those Bengals, man they are really cooking right now i think the past three weeks they have won and they have won by good margin uh this last just just last game joe burr 39 points Tyler Boyd, 29 points. Jamar Chase, 33 points. And that's back-to-back 30 points. Oh, my points gosh. Games. And then Mixon, 18 points. Who they say going to beat the Bengals? Who they? How do you think about those Bengals? Well, last year they did the same exact thing where they just get on these just disgusting runs. And it's... It's, it's terrifying it's because Joe yeah. Burrow's so good. This is like Super Bowl last year. Like at first we thought they were dead. Yeah. Like this season they got to a slow start and guess what? Last year they did the same thing. Yeah. They got to a slow start and then started cooking. Joe Burrow got hot and man, they are cooking. It's they like you could start all three of the wide receivers in fantasy uh, on any given Sunday. It's Wild and Mixon, whom I had in multiple leagues. I have just gotten rid of and kind of feeling that now. I don't know. I think I think it's still a good move. Like eighteen points is pretty much what he's projected. Yeah. He's never really had like that blow up game. He's kind of just always played at his floor. It seems. But his floor is better than most. He's a good RB two. Yeah. He's not an RB one, but he's a great RB two. And I gave up Derrick Henry and Mixon. And so that's I'm kind of feeling both those right now because those Bengals are cooking. They are cooking. <laughs> On the other side, the Falcons, man, <laughs> depressing for fantasy football. They run the ball so much. Mariota, what, throws 17 times, I think, last game? Something like that. Can you trust London, Pitts, Zacchaeus, anybody? Uh, no, and it's kind of one of those like weird situations where if you have Pitts or London, you like pretty much just have to start them just because of how good they are. Yeah. Like, you can't justify, <coughs> I don't know, especially with Pitts. Yeah. Pitts, though, Pitts. it's like your third-round pick, you're going to bench him. Yeah. It's like, that's, that's tough. tough. And, but so far, like, he's given you multiple games that were minus five points. 
fantasy points. Like that's. I think that negative five. I was like, dang, oh, I didn't no. know it was but that bad. Where you drafted him? I mean, for league owners all over, they all drafted him high. Who was it? I think I heard something. It's like he hasn't had over like thirty receiving yards. Like in or in one of his games, he's had over thirty receiving yards, wow. and that was like his eighty-yard game. And then other than that, it's like just duds. Well, that's enough for the Falcons. Yeah. Uh, let's go Seahawks versus the Los Angeles Chargers. Seahawks scored thirty-seven points. Chargers scored twenty-three, and these Seahawks are—they're legit. They're on top of their division. Gino is the most accurate passer in the football league right now. <laughs> like, who would have thought? He looks so good. It's insane. Like, that's why a fellow league member of ours is willing to give up Lamar. I know. Because he had Gino in. We're just looking smart right now. We made fun of him. We were like, that's Gino. Haha, you drafted Gino. And wow. Gino's doing good. Gino's cooking, that's for sure. But the main storyline of that Seahawks, Kenneth Walker III, 29 points, back-to-back monster games. Owner of Kenneth Walker, how do you feel? I feel so good. Oh, it feels. I lost. I lost Javante pretty early on, and I've been that's, hearing everything about people dropping Ken Walker. Those yeah. few weeks after yeah. that was just like him doing nothing and Penny going off. <clears throat> and I've just seen too much Rashad Penny to know that he's going to mm-hmm. get hurt again. Sure enough. And that's one of one of those sad things. Like you don't want to cheer for a player to get hurt, but yeah. like once I saw Penny hurt, I knew that like I had the. The diamond in the rough there. Yeah. I knew everyone was probably just ran to waivers, and then lo and behold, he's sitting on my yeah, bench already. type in Walker, and sure enough, he's on FOMO. That's right. How about that? He's super... He, but, dude, he looks so good. Yeah. He he's does. so... He's patient, and he's really fluid. His little his little cuts, he can change direction so fast. A little bit lady on Bell. Yeah. In his prime. And he's got the juice to, like, take it to the house. You he saw him at that 70-yard run. Any any time he touches the ball, he could take it to the house, and that's special. And yeah, I mean that's the best part is that he is that insurance plan that you had, and it worked out. You took pleasure of not our sponsor, but you know being with State Farm, good insurance, <laughs> Walker, and uh, it paid off after that Javante injury. And uh, those Chargers, um, the big thing to talk about, Austin Eckler. He's put up, uh, I think, three now. Three 30-plus point games in a row. In PPR, which is so dumb. <clears throat> and he's the RB1 on the season. We'll get into that a little bit more later. But uh, Eckler can literally win you a game when you have two of your players on by. And one of them also injured. So literally three players can be out. And if you have Austin Eckler, you win. Yeah, that was me. I lost that week. Yeah. Yep. That was it was a pathetic loss, especially when you start. It's insane. Especially when you have two receivers out and you have to start Dobbs. Yeah. And Alec Pierce, who you had faith in, and they do nothing. That's. And then Gus Bus is on your bench. Gosh, yeah. I mean, how does that? I've had a similar week this week as well, where I had a goose egg, double zeros from Michael Gallup, and I had Jerry Judy on the beach, on the beach, on the bench, who went off. <laughs> And it's just like, man, I still would have lost, but it would have made it a lot closer and felt a lot better. Mm-hmm. And that's just sickening. When you have a player that you think can do good, give you zeros. Yeah. 
for me, I said, get out of here. <laughs> get off my team. You're done. I'm cutting you. Oh, I'm in coach mode too right now. I just had my first practice. and I, I, So I just cut everybody on my roster. All right, you don't perform. Gone. <laughs> it's the big leagues. <laughs> uh, but Chargers. Also, Justin Herbert, what's your opinion on him? Do you think he can still be maybe like a top 10 quarterback at the end of the year? Oh, uh, it's one of those. Injuries, not just him, but people around him, the team just sluggish. How do you think he finishes? I don't know. He's had a couple of pretty... He hasn't looked the same like we talked last week. He hasn't looked the same since that injury. Mm-hmm. And then now with Keenan Allen just kind of nursing that hands, hamstring injury. To, you know, Mike Williams. Mike out. Williams out. It's like all you can rely on is Eckler. And now my guy Everett. Yep. And but Joe Everett. Go trade for him now. I don't know. He's... He... And he's just made really bad decisions the last few weeks. It's like it just doesn't look like yeah. normal Justin Herbert. I'm kind of I'm kind of afraid, honestly. Yeah, I mean we have a guy in our league, I'm not gonna name him, but I mean I, well actually, sorry, I don't think he benched Herbert for Dak because I'm pretty sure Herbert's on bye this week. Yeah, but he might though. His name's Ben. I got a question for you though. Yeah. Rest of season, Gino or Herbert? Wow. I'm gonna go Gino. It's been too consistent. I know. It's it's been too like week in and week out. You you know what you're gonna get from Gino. You don't know what you're gonna get from Herbert. Mm-hmm. Like he could give you ten points. Like Gino gives you sixteen at least. <laughs> and like Gino rushes too. It's crazy. He gets runs. I think I would take Gino also. Yeah. Like that first. It's crazy did he only say. have one pick last week? Yes. That that, that was wasn't even his fault. That wasn't even his fault either. Yeah. Like no. bounced right off of. His locket. Was it Lockett? Yeah, it was Lockett. Either like bounce right out of his hands or like well, the DB just made an amazing him, play or something. He threw it behind him and Lockett had to like kind of go back and sure. like hit his shoulder pad and went up right into the DB's hands. That's nuts. But Gino's, yeah, he's a dog. I, I think I would pick Gino too. I'll take him. All right, next big game of the week. Chiefs, 44, 49ers, 23. The return of the Mac back to Stanford. Or, yeah, the Bay Area, I guess you could say. Um, I guess the big the big news, Mahomes. Top three on the week again, 26 points. Mahomes continues to be dominant. And um, he really spread it around this time. Juju, 25 points. Hardman, 28 points. Kelsey, 16 points. But it just goes back to the same question, Aiden. Who can you trust amongst the pass-catching crew in Kansas City? It's... Is it sad to say that it's Juju now? Juju's I think the most consistent. No, I think back even back twenty point games. Yeah, but there's it's. I only really trust Mahomes or Kelsey. Yeah, it's fair. Would you Would you take a chance if you got a guy on by going for McCall Hardman? Ah, uh, depends who else was sitting on waivers. I don't know. That's hard. That's a hard question. Well, I think he's actually sitting on waivers right now in our league. But I was saying who else, but. Three touchdowns, twenty-eight points. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I don't Juju, think I would pick. points, one touchdown. There. But every like these guys have big games. Everyone has their own big game, you know. It's just kind of rolling yeah. a dice and like, oh, is it going to be Clyde's week or is it going to be Juju's week? Out of the two, though, I think Juju and Hardman are the most consistent. I, I I'm staying away from MVS. For, you couldn't go MVS. You couldn't do Sky Moore or 
um, even Pacheco, Clyde, or McKinnon. You just can't predict that. But no. I feel like between Juju and Hardman, there's some hope. I feel like Juju's best. Like at least like nobody else on the Chiefs have done back to back good games besides Kelsey, and of course yeah. Mahomes. And um, on the other side though, C Mac, he had a great like first series. He had a couple good drives, but he just wasn't really a part of the offense as much. And he did good when he got the ball, which is funny. Like you can put him in any offense and he'll succeed. And I wouldn't be worried about that. He's, I don't even think he had a practice. Oh no, this. <laughs> I mean, he didn't even. Yeah, this was two days prior. He got traded, moved, moved to San Francisco, played, did good, and now he's gonna get a full um, weekend. C Max gonna. I feel like it's gonna be a nice day. And you know, I had Christian McCaffrey and. One of our leagues, and I also have Tyreek Hill and Justin Jefferson. I'm sick. <laughs> my stomach. I'm an idiot. Well, that's all right. I love making big deals, and I'll make more big deals until the trade deadline. Kittle, 21 points. This is another uh, successful week for Kittle. And uh, Ray Ray McLeod, 22 <laughs> points. Took a lot of Ayuk's uh, catches. Debo got hurt there a little bit, a little bit banged up. He's day to day. Do you think Ray Ray's a guy you can go after? No. No? He's also the return guy, so he could take one to the house on kickoff. Yeah, but so could Debo or Ayuk. They don't do kickoff. Well, I mean, you're saying they're a kickoff yeah. guy, so he has the juice ticked to the house, yeah. is what but I'm saying. But Ray Ray was the fastest, though. But I mean, yeah, Debo's Debo. But Debo actually has not been doing good at all. But he's still the guy. He's the guy. But I mean, he's... But there's also... I don't know. I guess what I'm saying is there's too much... There's too much... Too many mouths to feed. Yeah. Mm. Like, do you think Ray Ray is not going to get that type of wide receiver one or two targets with Kittle out there and McCaffrey out there and Debo and Ayuk? Debo or Higgins? Who you start? Higgins? Which Higgins? T. Higgins. Mm. I'd probably just say T. Higgins at this point just because I like the Bengals mm-hmm. offense and they're hot. I'm going to give you a little harder one. I mean, you already... Like, I'm, were they drafted around the same area? T and D. I think yeah, I think they were both <coughs> similar. I think they were both second or no. No, T wasn't a second round. They were probably like second, third round, right? Mm-hmm. Would you start um Olave or uh not Higgins? Debo? Yeah, Debo. Olave or Debo. Oh, man, I don't know. You only have one spot, you had to pick between the two. What's wrong with? I might start a lot Yeah, exactly. That's crazy to think. A Debo, I mean, like, because I have him in the Megalobowl League, big listeners of the fantasy footballers, and I have him in that league. I thought I stole him at where I got him, and he has been doing nothing week after week except for that one touchdown he has that was crazy all over social media. And since then, it's just... Nothing. Bah. It's like having Curtis Samuel. Like, cool, I get a couple touches out the backfield. Everyone knows it's coming. Alrighty. Enough about the San Francisco Jason Moore 49ers. We have the last game that we'll cover from this past week. A little bit of a stab to the heart. For oh, can we just skip this one? Patriot fans. But the Chicago Bears with the crazy surprise against the New England Patriots. 33 to the Bears, 14 for the Pats. Justin Fields, former Ohio State quarterback, now Chicago Bear. Pretty good. Past two weeks has been, I think, 18 points and then 20-something points. Looking consistent. Running the ball. 
throwing one pick a game, <laughs> which is better than last year. Uh-huh. Could you uh, could you start Justin Fields? Would you consider that? I mean, in a bye week, maybe your guys on bye, you gotta start somebody. I think if yeah, if if you're on a bye or if you have like just a bad quarterback situation, like you need to start Wentz or like Tannehill or something. Yeah, I, I think I, I would pick I'd pick now. Fields over them. Yeah, uh, Fields um, or Ellinger. Fields. <laughs> Fields looked good. Fields or Daniel Jones. Hmm. That's a tough one. I think they're both pretty even. Very I don't similar. know who I'd pick. Very similar. Daniel Jones. Um, I know our guy Ben Harvey loved Daniel Jones. Just had a monster game. 27 points. From DJ. Danny Dime Jones. Uh, it's pretty impressive. But Fields, I'd honestly start him over Daniel Jones, I think. Would you? Yeah. I, I think, think I might start Jones. I think I like the, the color of his skin's a little darker, so he's probably a little bit more athletic. Maybe he has a little bit more moxie. He has a nice chain that he wears. Cross. I, I think know. it's a cross. Is it a cross? I think Maybe it is. Christian. He just kind of has that that toughness. I like Justin Fields. And I almost started him like two weeks ago when I had Zach Wilson. I chose not to because I don't know what I was smoking, but I was on some Zach Wilson high. I thought he was going to be this guy. He's been watching Aaron Rodgers tape his whole life. I thought he was going to be the next, you know, ayahuasca whatever kind of incarnation of Aaron, but nope, um, he's not. Shouldn't start Justin. Anyways, uh, Khalil Herbert, 15 points. Monty, 12 points. Um, I know, uh, yeah? Uh-uh, I don't think I'd start either of them. None of them? No. Really? No, I'm kidding. I think I would start Montgomery over either of them, but that's just now that they're they're splitting it so much more, it's scary. Yeah. I know a manager trying to trade um, David Montgomery. Huh? I know of a manager that's trying to trade David Montgomery. Would you uh, take him? No. No. I because no, I need him. Huh? You don't need him. I don't need him. Yeah. But. But I mean, he's interesting. So, yeah, people take a look at uh, David Montgomery. I mean, the Bears still run the ball, but the Bears are the Bears. Whatever. <laughs> Mooney and Amon or not Amon Ra Equinemius St. Brown both had eight points. <laughs> Duds. I don't know where that uh, Pettis guy is from, but I kind of like him, number 18. I think that's his name, Dante Pettis. Yeah, or where? what do you mean where he's from? Or just, uh, I couldn't find him on the the fantasy like points for page. I thought he did really good, but... Uh, I think he had a couple of big plays. He's just this, just a Keep vertical threat. Though. I think he's not bad. I think he played for the Niners a couple of years ago. Yeah, and then Ramondre, the only one on the Patriots you could actually start. Yeah. And that's about well, Andrew Kobe, for the most part. He, he had that touchdown. He had that touchdown. Oh, barely. That wasn't on him, though. He was wide open. It was just a garbage ball open, by Zappy. That was insane. That was oh, I, that's I such a messed up quarter. I the guy touched him, but I just played against Jacoby, so. I just want us to tank so we can take CJ Stroud. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best move for the Pats. Yeah, just tank. Alrighty, we'll be back after a brief recording from these ads. Thank you very much. And uh, see you in a drift. We thank you, sponsors, for that message. Um, now back to the action with Cockhouse Sports. Ah, 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 ah. All right, now we are halfway through the fantasy regular season. Um, some guys have had a buy already, so we are going to go through the top five in each position 
but just know, like I just said, some guys have had a buy, so these numbers can be a little skewed, but for the most part, they're pretty accurate. Um, so let's go through the top five running backs right now. Number one, Eckler. Number two, Saquon Barkley. Number three, Nicholas Chubb. Number four, Joshua Jacobs. And number five, Christian McCaffrey. And a quick point of reference, uh, Austin Eckler has 33 more fantasy points than Saquon Barkley, which is like a full game pretty much. That's nuts. And he's just going on by, so. So yeah, uh, compared to what your expectations were in the beginning of the year, what do you think about that top five that we have right here in the middle of the season, and do you think it'll stick? I think there's a good chance of it sticking, yeah. I think you know, when you get to this part of the year, it's like we, we really know who's who, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, the one that's surprising, I think, surprising everyone, is Josh Jacobs being in the top yes. five. That um, is... He looked great his rookie year and then never really did anything, and then now he's just looking like a, an animal again. Yeah. Um, it's just surprising not seeing, like, Derrick Henry or, like, Dalvin Cook mm-hmm. in the top five, or even, like... The guys that you drafted there. Yeah. Or even Jonathan... Yeah, Jonathan Taylor's not even cracking the nope. top five. Jonathan Taylor missed like nice. two games now and had a couple piss-poor games, too. Yeah. It is unfortunate. But Eckler, Barkley, Chubb, and McCaffrey are all pretty much... Yeah. I don't think Eckler's losing that one spot. I think I think Eckler, Barkley, barring injury, I think that's one and two, and that's a lock. I mean, Eckler, golly. If he gets... I mean, he's having that 2019 Christian McCaffrey season... Or was it 2020? He had 1,000 rushing yards, 1,000 receiving yards. I don't even think he'll get 1,000 rushing yards, though, but he'll get like 1,200 receiving yards. Yeah. I guarantee Over 100 catches. Like, just absolutely stupid That's like prime, like, Matt Forte. Yeah. I mean, yeah, seriously, though, that's a good, that's a good, yeah, great comparison. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't see that changing too much in the top two. I think Nick Chubb stays in the top five as well. But, uh, yeah, Josh Jacobs, we'll see if he can keep this up. If he does, I mean, he's having Jonathan Taylor kind of output, like, from last year. He's having those kind of two touchdowns, buck 50 games. Just monster right now. He looks super good. Yeah, that that Raiders offense is cooking. And so, yeah, there's something to watch out for. The defense is, ooh, bad. All right, tight ends, top five. We have number one, um, you know, just the guy. The tight end of tight ends, Travis Kelsey. Uh, Number two, he's also a guy, Mark Andrews. Number three, Zach Ertz. Number four, David Njoku. Rest in peace. And number five, TJ Hawkinson. And uh, sneaking in there at number six, just to reference, is Taysom Hill. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Which is crazy to think. And that's pretty much from having a 30-point game and a 20-point game. Yeah. And that's how he's tight end six. Well, what do you think about that tight end list right there in midseason? Doesn't surprise me. Top two for sure. Yeah. But uh, what about Ertz at number three? I mean, I think to be fair with like tight ends, if you get the first, if if the first two is uh, is Kelsey and like Andrews, like mm-hmm. if anyone guesses that, and then just picks three random starters, yeah, to round out the top five. It. I don't know. There's there's no guarantees for the top five other than the top two, I think. Yeah, that's very true. I, I mean, mean, yeah. Ertz looks good. Joku looks good. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's just 
Tight end's just kind of one of those weird positions in fantasy. It is. Travis Kelsey has 31 more points than Mark Andrews. But I what I should have looked up is how much more does Andrews have from Ertz. Because those top two were... I mean, 31 points is still... That's a whole, like, two games in tight well, end also, land. Um, Andrews threw up a goose egg this last Yeah, week. that's right. He only had two points. Uh, he had two, two points. I thought he had zero. No, I think he had 2.6. Yeah, oh, like a one gosh. catch. It was bad, though. And, I mean, I tried to get Mark Andrews off the, his owner and just nothing. I told him that. I told him through, like, tele, telepathy, whatever, that Andrews was going to have a stinker. And sure enough, could have had Justin Jefferson. How about that? Well, you lost. Um, Ertz is kind of a surprise to me there at number three. I don't think that sticks. David Njoku, it won't stick because he's out at least two to five weeks with, uh, I think it's ankle, ankle injury. Not too sure. He's in a walking boot. Which he was in a walking boot and crutches. So he'll be done for a little bit, which will unfortunately kick him out of that top five. But he was having a great year. He was. That's for sure. Um, he got paid like it, and so he performed. And TJ Hawkinson, very boom-bust kind of guy. Mm. I mean, he's only up there because of that one game. Other than that, though, uh, he probably won't make in the top five. Yeah. Maybe uh, Gerald Everett might sneak in there. I hope so. We'll see. Alrighty, uh, top five wide receivers. Now this is the most consistent one from the draft. Right. We've got Stephon Diggs, who's only two points above Cup, and uh, Tyreek Hill, who are both at 148 points on the season, which puts uh, Stephon Diggs at 150 points on the season. And then uh, after Tyreek Hill at three is Jamar Chase, number four, and then Justin Jefferson at number five. This is... Pretty close to how well we thought. We Diggs was taken, I think, in the end of the first. Did Cena yeah. take Diggs first? No, Kelsey. Technically, it was the first pick of the second round, but yeah. whatever. Kelsey then Diggs, but still Diggs number one. Cup Hill, nothing surprises me there. How about you? Nope. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty uh, expected. If you got any of those guys, you're you're feeling pretty good. Yeah. I mean, if you, I think Jan Waddle is six. He's six or seven. Yeah, so that's. And Brown's like eighteen or something, but he had the buy. Oh yeah, it's hard to count in the buy. So I mean, this, it's hard to see that changing though. That's probably your top five for the rest of the season, mm-hmm. and then uh, our top five QBs, with a little bit of spiciness in there. We got Josh Allen, who is only three points ahead of Patrick Mahomes, but Josh Allen did just have the buy, and then we have Joe Burrow at number three. Lamar Jackson, number four, and Jalen Hurts, number five. How do you like that top five? Um, I think Burrow is kind of surprising me. Yeah, number three. I think last year, or if you're asking me like around draft time, I think swap Burrow with like Herbert, and that would probably be the top five. Yeah. You would you would have put Hurts in the top five. I yeah. In the draft, I I, I loved Hurts. You had him that high in the I draft. Did, I did. Yeah, I mean, I, that's I why you I, took him. I think he was the fifth taken. No, he was sixth. I think someone put picked Kyler before him. Did David take Kyler before? Yeah, him? I think it went. So it went. Allen, I mean, Mahomes, I could check, but I don't want to. Allen, click. Mahomes, Lamar, Kyler. Mm-hmm. Right, I think it was. No, there. Allen, Mahomes, Herbert. Because I took Herbert. Lamar. Lamar. Kyler. Hurts. Kyler Hurts, yeah, that sounds about right. Wow. Yeah, that's a steal. I mean, how did he do last game before the bye? Not too good, right? Um, kind of mediocre for Hurts. 
I think he got like I think he got like twenty. No. Yeah. Wow. Dang. Let me see you real quick. I mean, Jalen Hurts. I'm excited to see them off the bye. It's kind of weird not seeing the Eagles or the Vikings or like these really good teams play the Buffalo Bills. Uh, it was it was kind of weird not to see any of them play because. Yeah, they put up numbers, and that's why this whole week was kind of a down week for fantasy football in general. Yeah. But um, our kind of last point, uh, for most leagues, the trade deadline is at the NFL trade deadline, and uh, that is fast approaching. We have about one week or so left. I believe that's it's on Wednesday of next week for most leagues. And um, what are your what's your opinion here at the trade deadline? Because once that deadline hits, it's lock. That's it. Your team is set. The only thing, way you can make a move is through waivers. Uh, you need to make trades. People need to make trades. I yeah. know there's a lot of people in our leagues who are just content with their team. Just saying, mm-hmm. ah, I'm just going to hold out. And they've been saying that the last three weeks and their team is just yeah. not good. You really have to take a look at that team and ask yourself, in one week, when this team is set in stone, can I actually win? A fantasy football league with the team you got now. I gotta ask yourself that, and that's usually no, because guess what? Only one team wins, and if your team isn't looking as good as the number one player in your league, you're not gonna win it. So guess what? You gotta make moves. You gotta take chances. Just take, take a risk. Chances. Come on. Uh, just think about it. All the fantasy football people that are out there in the world. Just think about it. This is it. Do you want to win? Or do you want to lose? I want to win. I want to win. All right. Make guess, trades if you want to win. I guess Aiden and I and Ben we're all gonna are, make trades and we're going to win. <laughs> and uh, if you're a big time league winner right now, just hold on to your pants because we're coming. Us three and four people, <laughs> we're coming for you. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's it, folks. Thank you for tuning in to Cock House Sports. We will be back with you next week with a brand new episode full of juicy and hot content. Thank you and have a good night.